0: Next up, on a special edition of Rick and Rick.
1: Mary Meeker's 2019 Internet Trends Report.
0: Grand Prix winners from this year's Cans Lions Advertising Festival.
1: Miller Lite turns a beer can into a game controller.
0: Awesome. Plus, all the coolest Funko toys headed to Comic-Con and a whole lot more.
1: And it all starts right here, right now.
0: On the one show where everybody's alive and ricking.
1: <laughs> everybody rules the world.
0: Hey, benvenito a tutti, welcome to Rick and Rick Rule the World, I'm Rick Matheson, along with il mio amico, Rick Wooten. That's a little Italian for you, Rick. I think it means my buddy or my buttery pancakes taste like shoe gunk. But I'm not totally sure. How are you doing?
1: I'm good. I'm good.
0: All right. We have a show that's chock full of awesome today. So let's go ahead and jump in here. Let's see, starting with Sp- Spider-Man Far From Home. So I didn't even realize it was opening this weekend.
1: You know, I'm a big Spider-Man fan. It is on my list. High on my list.
0: I'm hoping that it's spectacular or amazing or even friendly neighborhood good. Actually, it had <laughs> me with Agent Hill makes an appearance, so I'm... I'm... I'm all Um. in.
1: Uh, it's uh it's getting great reviews. People are really excited about it. So Tom Holland is reportedly uh, doing a great job playing both Peter Parker and Spider-Man, very believable. People are just super excited about it. You know, and, and that's kind of one of the things that's been missing from the Spider-Man movies of, of recent is just that kind of excitement, The uh, you know, getting people, you know, really jazzed about it. So it's good to see that. Well,
0: you know, at least the, the buzz about Spider-Man is good, but that's way more than can be said about this recent poll I sent you. It's uh rating fans' favorite act for playing Batman and apparently they left Adam West from the old TV show off of it and fans are having none of that. Apparently people are are really pissed but before we go there I'm just curious who would you rank number one number two and number three as your favorite Batman?
1: Wow well okay so Adam West is going to be at the top of my list you know he He's the OG. He's the, yeah. the one that got the whole thing started. Wow. You know, I, I don't know. where where Who would you who would you put top of your list?
0: I would go with Christian Bale. I couldn't remember the name the last yes, time I was talking yes. about this, But I would go with Christian Bale as number one. I think he was the, the best of this modern era anyway. But my number I two would be Ben Affleck. You don't like him. And from the poll, I, it looks like no. most people didn't. But I, I thought he was good. And then number three, if it wasn't Adam West, it would be someone else not on this poll either. I would have to look at Kevin Conroy, who's been the voice of Batman for umpteen god thirty years now in the DC animated shows and movies, he has been Batman longer, really, than anybody else.
1: Yeah, that's a that's an interesting choice because right, this isn't somebody who shows up on screen; it's just somebody who's doing the voicing. So you're exactly you're. uh... Your point is, is that the people doing the voicing are better than the people doing the acting?
0: <laughs> in most cases, you know, I was never a big fan of Michael Keaton. You know, all these other ones, like George Clooney or whatever, I, I don't care about. Ben Affleck, for right. me, felt a little bit like he was trying to play that Frank Miller version of Batman. You know, kind of not quite to the Frank Miller stage where he's, you know, an old man. But that sort of transition phase in his life where he really can't continue doing it anymore. He's got a lot of wear and tear on him. And I, I liked that. He seemed tired, you know, and just world-weary.
1: Right. So I agree with you there. So I put Adam West at the top of my list. And I think I go to Christian Bale as number two. And then the rest are kind of incidental beyond
0: that for me. Well, according to Newsweek, the Hollywood Reporter and Morning Consult worked together on this poll, and they did find Christian Bale got 39% of the vote. Michael Keaton got... Thirty-eight percent of the vote, and then lower down on the list was George Clooney with nineteen percent, followed by Ben Affleck at eighteen percent, and Val Kilmer—I completely forgot about—at seventeen percent. What the hell? You sent this Miller Lite? They turned a beer can into a game controller. How weird
1: is that? Right. Yeah. So I—I I thought this was a joke. I—I I didn't. I—I I just didn't believe it was real. But uh, apparently, uh, it, and in fact, i, I think uh, one of the—the the things you were talking about in a different article this week was how uh, companies. Are starting to catch on to gaming, particularly Fortnite. Yep. Well, you know it's true, and and here's a perfect example: Miller Lite, right? You know, not not known as being you know a top end beer, you know, big you know brand for that perspective, uh, but you know just a, a a quality cheap beer, has decided to get into the game, and they they are selling cans that have the ability to become a controller. You you plug it into your computer, and uh, you know left, right, up, down. Um, you know, the uh, ABXY, all that's built right into the can with uh, presumably some conductive ink or something like that and you can play games right there from your device which is pretty clever
0: in my that's opinion that's incredible so you're saying this is built into every can it's using some kind of movable ink on the interior of the can itself but not yeah, getting to
1: the the article was from uh, popular mechanics and they really didn't say that i i kind of got the feeling that it was um like a limited edition thing and that you had to you know actually you know get the right like maybe there's one in a box or something like that they didn't really say though uh, but i imagine You know, the fact that it has some electronics built into it, it can't be, you know, cheap enough where they put it onto every can.
0: Yeah, I can't imagine that's the case. It reminds me of this old campaign from Coca-Cola in Britain. They did this contest where one can somewhere had a button on it. And if it has a button on it, you press it, then a helicopter's on its way to that location to give you $100,000. or something. I don't remember what the, the prize was. Wow. But wow. it used geolocation, pretty sophisticated, and it was built in. The can itself had no Coca-Cola in it at all. It was just a, It weighed exactly the amount of a can, so people couldn't go around shaking the boxes, you know. And it's not like you could buy it off the shelf, a single serving. I thought that was pretty cool. And this must be a similar thing.
1: It's going to be interesting to see if more and more companies start to do this. You know, they start. I mean, we we saw this a little bit with e-ink. Remember how the print magazines are trying to, you know, get into that a little bit and have certain magazines you know, would have a limited run where they would have, a, you know, like an eating cover or something like that. This kind of reminds me of that where, you know, they're probably doing it as a marketing ploy just to get a lot of attention. There'll probably be very few of them made, but it's still pretty cool. And it, it opens up the possibility of, of what, you know, clever marketing things somebody could do next. So yeah. I, uh, it's been really interesting recently since, uh, Keanu Reeves put out John wick three, he has been in the news everywhere. I don't yeah. know if you've noticed this. Oh yeah. And, uh, as opposed to most of the time, you, you hear about how these actors are horrible people and, you know, they did this thing, they did that thing. But every story coming out about Keanu Reeves is actually about how he's just a good human being. And so there's stories about how he, you know, regularly buys people on the set lunch, you know, like the people, the, the grunt workers, whatever. Um, you know, he uh, yeah, there was this story about how a plane that he was on had uh, broken down and, and had to, you know, uh, uh, you know, take a uh, mercy landing and, you know, all the passengers on the flight were trying to figure out how to get back home and he, and supposedly he was you know entertaining them and helping him find ways and she like is. and then it and even to the point where uh, somebody had noticed that in all these pictures where people were taking selfies with keanu reeves uh whenever there was a, a woman in the picture he never actually had his arm around her his hand was always sticking away from her just to show respect yeah. and so like, it, it, over and over and over again, people are, you know, giving these examples of why Keanu Reeves is like, you know, one of the nicest guys in Hollywood. Crazy. But I contend that Mark Hamill is right up there with it. And I, I don't know. Do you follow Mark Hamill on Twitter? I do. Constantly, Uh, there are people who reach out to Mark Hamill, right? And, yep. you know, somebody is, as iconic as he probably received thousands and thousands of these and for years and years he was taking the time to wish everybody who who messaged him a happy birthday or you know to say hi to their kid or whatever and he's continued that and and you know people will be like hey you know i'm going in for surgery and he'll write them a nice note or he'll send them a picture or like it's it's kind of cool that all of a sudden we've got these two iconic people in hollywood almost in a race to see who can be the better person and it's not like there's any losers here because you know what we need are more really cool nice people like this you know i think we're all winners because of that
0: okay funko they are revealing all the toys that they are bringing to san diego comic-con this year these are really fun this year and i can see how they'll sell a lot of them i don't know if you got a chance to look at it but funko creates these figures i don't know what you call them they're not action figures they're kind of figurines with Kind of oversized heads. One they're of the kind of funny... like
1: bobbleheads, right?
0: Yeah, kind of like bobbleheads. I don't know if they bobble, but they're like bobbleheads. And one set that they've got for Comic Con this year is the cast of Big Bang Theory as their favorite DC superheroes. So it's Leonard as Green Lantern. Sheldon is the Flash, Howard is Batman, Penny is Wonder Woman. I guess Raj is Aquaman and he's atop a seahorse. That one looks particularly uh, interesting. (laughs) But I thought that was a great idea. One that cracked me up, it was, I had to double take here. So it's Chuckles the Clown from Toy Story. But when I first saw it, I thought, is that Pennywise from It? (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: And given the theme that they've got here, wouldn't it be funny if they had Chuckles dressed up as Pennywise? Or or, awesome. or Chuckles dressed up as Krusty from The Simpsons dressed up as Pennywise. That'd be pretty fun, Co. <laughs> well,
1: you know, a couple of the ones stood out for me. One of them was uh, Jaws. Yes. And So the actually the shark from Jaws as yeah. a Funko, and mm-hmm. he's uh he's actually attacking and biting Quint, which I think yes. is pretty hilarious. Yep. Uh And then uh, H R. Puffin stuff. I mean, there's <laughs> a there's a character I don't remember hearing about for. I don't know, four decades? Yeah. That's
0: awesome. We do have to take a quick break. When we come back, it is time for the good, the bad, and the marketing. And it is a addition you do not want to miss. So hang tight. Hey, Rick and Rick Nation, don't forget to check out our website at rickandrick.com. It's double the Rick in just one <laughs> click at rickandrick.com. And welcome back to Rick and Rick Rule the World. This is Rick Matheson and Rick Wooten. And it's time for the good, the bad, and the marketing. First up, Mary Meeker's 2019 Internet Trends Report is out. Lots of big insights this year. A couple data points that stood out for me. And for the first time ever, I guess crossing from 2018 to Q1 this year, for the first time ever, more people on the planet have access to the internet than don't for the first time. So 3.8 billion people are online now, or roughly 51% of the world's population. This one cracked me up. It said that Americans now officially Spend more time on their mobile devices than they do watching TV, though I have a feeling they're using their mobile devices to watch TV.
1: (laughs) I agree with you. Um, I agree with you. Or at least content. Let's put it that way. At least content. One of the things I thought was interesting about that is they were also saying that. Um, advertising on mobile devices has absolutely eclipsed desktops at this yes. point. And in fact, uh, you know, when you combine mobile and desktop, it's larger than TV
0: now. Specifically, according to the report anyway, so Facebook's daily users have been drifting downward, but what is it? It's YouTube, it's Instagram. They're all going up. In fact, Instagram stories and Facebook stories saw 2x growth in the last year. If you're a marketer, you have to look at these platforms, but also you have to look at how can we use images and videos? They're they're booming. Booming. And you look at multiplayer video games of Fortnite. You mentioned this last episode, 250 million active users. And yeah. this is becoming the new social media. So you have to look at if you're trying to advertise where your audience is, it's increasingly on Fortnite or Twitch, which is a gaming streaming service. If you're looking for that particular audience, I, I don't know of a better platform for for reaching them. So you gotta be looking at That's that true. stuff. That's
1: true the another one that kind of i i knew this was going to happen i just didn't realize we were already there global smartphone shipments actually fell this year yeah. so it actually went down it was flat last year it was up the previous year it was actually down in 2018 by 4% yeah. which again we knew was going to it was going to happen eventually but you know, I guess we're we're there now.
0: Now, this one's fun, Rick. Podcasts are just huge now. It went from 22 million folks listening in, I guess, 2009 to 70 million by the end of 2018. I, I don't know what to account to that if people just have long commutes now and they want to listen to more than just music on their commute. That's pretty incredible.
1: I think you're right. I think that, um, you know, uh, podcasts have become the talk radio uh, for a lot of people, it's what they listen to when they're driving in in the morning, or when they're taking the train, when um, they're you know kind of sitting around doing nothing, and you know they they're looking for social commentary.
0: See, if you're a marketer, you need to look at sponsoring Rick and Rick. You need to look at <laughs> sponsoring podcasts, but also creating them. To your point earlier, Rick about ad spends. So the platforms, according to the report, the platforms emerging as hubs for internet ad spending. I guess Amazon, Twitter, and Pinterest saw six x growth year over wow. year since two thousand and seventeen. Google and Facebook are still supreme there and they're still seeing steady growth, but it's Amazon, Twitter and Pinterest, I guess underscore Amazon that are growing immensely.
1: I'll tell you one thing that I keep expecting to top out and it hasn't yet. In fact, it grew uh, 12.4% last year is e-commerce. You know, you would think that at this point, you know, with, you know, we're kind of reaching this tipping point with uh, everybody being yeah. on the, or a, a large majority of people being on the internet and with smartphone sales starting to slump a little bit. The, the one thing I, I keep expecting to drop is, or at least flatten out, is e-commerce, but no, it, it keeps growing, yeah. you know, 12%. That is an incredible growth rate year over year.
0: Well, I saw the stat. It wasn't in this report. It was a report on e-commerce in the EU and most purchases online are cross-border there. Obviously there's lots of, Com, you know, countries right next to each other, but there were at least two countries. A hundred percent of their retail purchases are online. You have to imagine some folks are pretty remote and now they have mobile phones and they people want what they want. And the fact that they can now get it online, I think is going to keep driving that e-commerce up. You look at India, you look at China, where it's first time, billion new netizens right there coming online yeah. for the first time. Banking. So banking services, I have to imagine, or anyone in fintech, huge opportunity just because of all these new, largely mobile netizens, you know, in India and parts of China, these are unbanked or underbanked folks. That is their avenue to have a bank account, you know, to have financial yeah. services is through mobile devices. And so huge opportunity for financial services in, in general and then fintech in particular.
1: Well you know how they say that there's uh you know unintended consequences to things. I'll tell you one that I read about recently, we may have talked about this, uh that I, I think is is almost almost just humorous is they're having to redesign the mail truck because mail trucks now instead of carrying letters are having to carry packages and they're not designed to actually handle the amount of packages that are being shipped. And so for the USPS to stay competitive and be part of this, you know, Amazon sales generation, uh, they're actually going through the process right now, uh, redesigning their trucks to be able to handle more weight.
0: That's incredible.
1: I'll tell you, I I can't believe some of the stuff you can order online. I literally ordered a dresser the other day and had it delivered. Uh, I've ordered a large rug for the living room and had that delivered. The poor male person who has to lug that up the stairs to, you know, the porch. I feel bad for it. But you know <laughs> My interlaciness is like, hey, I can buy this online. I don't have to like go down and pick it up myself.
0: Totally. I do know this big thing about Boppus, the buy online and, and pick up at store, but that's something you just want delivered to your
1: house. bopis is something I have been waiting for for a long time. I remember maybe 10 years ago, 12 years ago, I went and bought something on the Gap, Gap.com, and uh, it didn't fit. And so I went into the store to buy the right size. Cause I needed it. it. You know, I, I ordered it with just enough time. And so I had to go in the physical store, and buy it. And they're like, Hey, you know what? We can just take that back for you in nice. the store. You don't have to ship it back to us. Nice. And I was like, boom, my mind was blown. I thought it was the most amazing idea ever. Yep. And here we are 10 or 12 years later, and finally everybody else is catching on. Yes. Uh, it is it is absolutely amazing. And that whole integration between online and offline, particularly when you have a brick and mortar, yeah. is hugely impactful.
0: And important. You've got to have that. Could you imagine today, in that same scenario, walking into a retailer and them saying, oh, I don't know, you have to send it back to the website or whatever. That would just be unforgivable. Nobody would, totally. would want that. And I I think the companies that do have the physical locations are just set up for success. The nature of what a physical store may change, but I think that's sure. important, especially if they got to the same day delivery. Could you imagine your dresser if it was at a retailer and they had one at the local location? They were able to bring it home well, today.
1: And that's the rumor with Amazon, and one of the reasons that they they are buying brick and mortar stores yeah. is so that they can predict. You know, particularly if you have a large enough area, they can predict that these types of products will be sold in this area, and those are ship them straight to the, you know, Whole Foods or whatever, drop them in the Amazon box, you know, those those big, yeah. uh, you know, Fiasco what are things? they, orange? Yeah. And and when you order it, it's like, oh, well, there's one ready for you right now if you want to drive down and pick one up. Yeah. I mean, that's that's pretty cool.
0: You know, this only came on my radar recently. Maybe it was on my radar a long time ago. I don't know. But uh, I think it's pretty amazing. I don't know if it's tar- cars.com or, or who it is, but they have these car vending machines. They're not always there, yes. but they've come car- to the cities. Carvana, yeah, yeah. They they will set them up in a city, I guess, and you can go pick up the car from this giant vending machine. It looks pretty cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think there's I, I I think there's only a couple of these. Uh it's definitely their gimmick, but I so want to buy one. I, oh. I I then they give you the this giant coin that you stick in a machine and it nice. drops down, and then you know, they have this uh round tower with all the cars in it, and this this elevator goes up, picks up your car, you know, brings it back down the elevator and presents it to you like a gift I mean how awesome is
0: yeah. that it reminds you of the matchbox toys and the hot wheels that you played with as a kid cool. that is so, so cool So
1: going back to your your earlier point if if anybody wants to sponsor Rick and Rick Carvana <laughs> we would love to go out and do a story uh and you can give us a free car or <laughs> Pez Pez we love Pez yes. give us some like Rick and Rick uh Pez dispensers iHob you know, we, yes. we talk about them and Burger King and, and Taco Bell. Come on, guys. Like, give us a free burrito and, and we'll totally, you know, give it up for you.
0: All right. Well, speaking of other innovations, let's get to the Grand Prix winners from the 2019 Cans Lions Advertising Festival. It concluded, I guess, a couple days before we were recording this show. And I always look for it, Rick. And here again, it's one of those things where it's kind of a steady feed. So I haven't seen all the winners yet. But one thing that did stand out, at least in terms of the Grand Prix winners, is that there were a number of brands and campaigns that we've been talking about on Rick and Rick. They ended up being really big winners at this year's yeah. Lions. So we were not smoking crack on these. These are among global advertising industry's biggest best stuff. And Burger King and its Whopper Detour, big winner. Yeah. I guess they went in direct marketing. Folks will remember this was where it was kind of a promotion to promote the downloading the Burger King app and consumers would get a digital coupon for a one cent Whopper if they were within 800 feet of a McDonald's. Great publicity stunt. This was interesting, Rick, not at all surprising. Burger King has won McKenzie Lyons' first ever Creative Brand of the Year. Oh, wow. Yeah, so big congrats to uh, Fair Mikado and every, everyone, all the agencies and all the internal folks that are, are doing BK's marketing. Something close to our hearts, HBO and Agency 360i won the Radio and Audio Grand Prix for Westworld, The Maze. This was, literally you could go to Westworld. It's this fully immersive Alexa voice game that allowed fans, I don't know if it's live now, to navigate Westworld using their voice. It was kind of a, a cross between a radio show and an interactive game. They were talking to you. The characters, you know, you'd be at the bar and they'd walk up and say something to you. And it was as close to being in Westworld as you can get and using audio. There were something like 36 actors, 11,000 lines of script, 60 possible paths that you could take by voice alone, Wow. 32 ways to die. And it was two <laughs> hours of unique gameplay. And uh, wow. the stats I saw were pretty amazing. They said 10,000 fans tried to solve the maze in just the first... First week after this launch, this was amazing. So 500 million earned media impressions. You know what they did? This was this is brilliant. This would win the award just by itself. They had Easter eggs built into the game designed specifically for the press. So they'd oh, cool. say, yeah, they would say something like uh, a character would say, I've never had the pleasure of meeting Patrick, but I love his articles on CNET.
1: Oh, that's cool. You
0: know, that's going to get covered. And uh, apparently oh, yeah. they had folks, you know, already set up who cover that beat or something. And it was all just by saying Alexa, open Westworld. So
1: I, as soon as you sent this to me, I I went and grabbed my Alexa and tried and it didn't work. So like now, right. it, must, yeah, it must be off now. I'm disappointed in that because I totally missed it. I would have loved to check this out. Lots of good stuff.
0: Uh, Let's see, the article that I sent you was uh, creativity.co.uk, and I know there are other sites that are covering all the winners. I bet you and I will talk about other winners in future episodes, but always exciting stuff. All right, we do need to take a quick break, but when we come back, it's time for Loaded Questions, so stay tuned. And we're back. Rick, Wooten, are you ready for some Loaded questions. Questions?
1: I am ready. Bring them on.
0: Awesome. Question number one. Which of the following is getting their own star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame next year? A. Spider-Man. B. Batman. C. Howard the Duck. Or D. Rick and Rick. Which of these? (laughs) is getting their own star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame in 2020.
1: You know, this is one I do not know. I'm going to guess Batman.
0: You are correct. Yeah. Yeah. So Newsorama is reporting that after 80 years in the biz, Batman will be inducted into the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce's Walk of Fame in 2020. Question number two. Which of the following was not among top buzzwords included in 2019 Cannes Lions bingo. Which of these did not make the buzzword bingo game associated with the 2019 Cannes Lions ad festival? A, consultancies. B, zillennials. C, micro-influencer. D, brand hacktivism. Or E, martecher. Which of these was not in top buzzwords included in the 2019 Cannes Lions bingo?
1: God, uh, any one of these... Could be, let's say, consultancies.
0: The answer is actually D, brand hacktivism. The actual term was brand activism, which was a big buzzword at this year's Cans Lions. This is according to courts. They've put together a 2019 Cans Lions bingo, and other buzzwords included MarTecher, which I hope here is in the vein of someone who has is master of both technology and creativity versus just a tech-savvy marketer. Zillennials, basically Gen Z. Consultancies, here meaning I guessing the growing number of consulting firms that double as ad agencies and and vice versa, micro-influencer, which is someone with a small but passionate following on a very specific topic. Another buzz, big buzzword of this year's Cannes Advertising Festival, I, I kid you not, Rick, Keanu Reeves. He made... <laughs> well,
1: given an earlier conversation, that he, surprises me not at all.
0: Yeah, he made one of the top buzzwords at the Cannes Advertising this year, according to Quartz. All right, final question. Which of the following does not rank among the special edition toys set to launch at this year's Comic-Con International in San Diego? A, the Sir Richard Attenborough action figure, B, the Strange <laughs> Lives of Batman Action figure collection, which includes Zebra Batman, Rainbow Batman, Negative Batman, and more. C. Kenner Darth Vader prototype action figure with a red helmet and a red right arm. Or D. The Pennywise Bobbing for Razors playset. Dang.
1: I'm going to guess Pennywise.
0: You are correct. Whoa! So according to Entertainment Weekly, there will indeed be an action figure of Richard Attenborough, at least in his role as John Hammond from Jurassic Park. I have no idea, but word is they spared no expense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Strange Lives of Batman collection. It does indeed clu- include Rainbow Batman and other action figures from Batman's weirder Silver Age adventures. And then, I have no idea what this one is. Apparently it's real. Kinner's launching a special edition action figure of Darth Vader. I don't know whether this was their first concept for the little toys that came out when the movie first came out. So the little Kinner action figures, but it has a red helmet, a blue chest plate, one red arm, and one orange arm.
1: So, we talked about this before. There was a a TV series on Netflix that I highly recommend you and everyone else see called uh, The Toys That Made Us. And uh, one of the ones they talk about is the Star Wars toys and how, uh, you know, the early prototypes were actually just pieces from other action figures in the past painted over. And, you know, that's why uh, in a different episode when they're talking about G.I. Joe, uh, one of the, I can't remember the action figure now, but the one that's all black, the reason he was all black is because they had to cut costs and he was part of the set and by having them all black, he could, you know, and so now he, that's what he's known as. That character is known as being a ninja basically because of that.
0: Interesting. You know, I thought maybe this one just belonged in the Strange Adventures of Anakin Skywalker collection, but that makes much more (laughs) sense. Well, great work there. Thank you for playing. And and thanks to all of our listeners for tuning into this special edition of Rick and Rick Rule the World. Definitely want to hear from you. Rick Wooten, where can folks reach you online?
1: best way to get a hold of me is always on Twitter. I'm at Wooten, W-O-O-T-T-E-N. And how about yourself?
0: I'm at imatheson.com. That's I-M-A-T-H-I-E-S-O-N.com. And of course, you can comment on SoundCloud. And reach out to us at rickandrick.com, where you get double the Rick with just one click. And be sure to tune in next time for the one show where everybody's name is Rick and everybody rules the world.
1: Thanks so much, everyone.